Blog Talk Radio. All right, 
You're now listening to Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio, the biggest colored show on earth, with your host, Barbara the Country Cleaning Lady, some guy named Jay, and Adrian Charleston. Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio is the number one live stream dedicated to assimilating black folks from all walks of life, teaching the importance of economic empowerment for our people, and showcasing the talents and abilities of black people across the globe. This is also the number one blog talk radio show, which I believe, which I believe now, is not hosted by a convicted felon or a conspiracy theorist wacko or closeted lesbian, but hey, we're going to put on a great show just as good as those people too, so listen up, because tonight, <laughs> tonight we're going to have a great show, you know, all those other times I lie to you, but not tonight. Not tonight, because tonight our guest is R&B singer Nakia, here to talk about her music, her single Gone, which you just heard, uh, that dropped today also on iTunes and uh, various other topics. Oh, yeah, she also talk about her, uh, she's touring and, you know, got, got some music videos out, working on another music video and an upcoming project that's going to drop during the summer and all this other stuff, uh, but, it, you know, and also... All the things Barbara wants you to talk about, too. But um, before we get into all that, I just want to let you all know that you can check us out at blacktopia.org. And you can also download and install the Blacktopia mobile app from iTunes, Amazon.com, and Blackberry World. All right. And, uh, you know, I want to give a few shout-outs before we get deep into the show. Uh, first, I want to start off by giving a birthday shout-out to Nakia. Happy birthday. I want to give a shout-out to the rapper Malk Nass. Get updates on him and his music at malknaz.blogspot.com. Also, I want to give a shout-out to Vacay Films for putting together uh, the epic urban drama series, City of War. The City of War is a drama web series that chronicles the beef and rivalry of different crews within a major city and all the turmoil that unfolds. Right now, you can watch it by searching it on YouTube. How uh, you can also stream it on the Blacktopia mobile app as well. So again, check out the City of War web series, and uh, you know that's the show that D Hud last week said it was his favorite show. So definitely check it out. You can also check out another web series too. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the web series. What about your friends? Written, produced, and directed by Blacktopian Felicia Rivers. Uh, that's uh, that'll also be available. Well, I, I said it was available on the on the Blacktopia mobile app, but not yet. This week, though, it'll be available on the Blacktopia mobile app. But in the meantime, you can search it on YouTube. What about your friends? By Felicia Rivers. And also want to say that you can uh, purchase that Blacktopia keychain from www. Zazzle.com forward slash on demand. Hold your keys together the same way Blacktopia holds black people together. Yes, yes. We've been holding them together recently. And, you know, in the past, you know, we couldn't hold them together. But now we we hold them together. All right. Enough of me plugging shit. We're going ahead and bring everybody on. We bring on the host. Barbara the Country Cleaning Lady. Yes. 
How you doing? I'm getting better because I'm trying to get ready for my birthday weekend. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Happy happy birthday again. Happy early birthday, March 3rd. Thank you so much. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I don't look it, but I'll be 44 years old. Ah, yes, yes. Let me throw some, throw some claps on it for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me go on ahead and bring on the other one. The other, uh, the other one. <laughs> that is, that's your nickname. Hey, you Hello? You cracking yourself up, ain't you? She was trying to she was trying to adjust herself as the other one. <laughs> yeah, I had to had to get my mind right. I couldn't just come on and be like, Hey everybody, this is Adrian. I'm still processing the other one. But yeah, <laughs> hey, how y'all doing this evening? <laughs> <laughs> you got that fuse and you probably ain't had no sleep again. Overworking the stuff, but he gotta eat. <laughs> right, you right. Too. The other one, you don't, you don't want the <laughs> other one to show up, <laughs> girl. No, one of these <laughs> days, I wish somebody would call in and be ignorant so we can see that lady from your end of where you say you Fayetteville. I'm, I'm Fayetteville? trying to get somebody oh, no. to call in ignorant so we can see your Fayetteville side. <laughs> I'm just waiting. That's all. I'm waiting for some jackass to call in to set y'all. I'm waiting. Uh-uh. We ain't here yet, but somebody, somebody gonna do it. They ain't, they ain't gonna be right and call in and say something stupid. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they coming. I'm waiting patiently. Waiting patiently. <laughs> yeah, we don't want the other one. We not, we not even gonna do. I'll hang up before I cuss them. Well, no, I might cuss them out. Girl, but still, not me. But you can just listen to me do what I do it for you. That's right. I let you call, do it. But didn't the call <laughs> call in in the past and say that the <laughs> Miss Marie Jones, uh, as as that once uh, uh, when they call in, uh, yeah, you know, I like to say Barbara, and um, you know, uh, pardon me, pardon me, uh, uh, the other, and we got to say what her name is. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right. That, that, that's that's happening. I mean, well, you know, people don't when they're not. You know, right. regular fans, no problem. I mean, I'm just saying that, you know. Right. But, but the person, the, the the person who's running it, shouldn't. <laughs> Let me leave you alone. I see. I'm done. <laughs> Excuse him. You know he's a one man band. Excuse him, I know, girl. I know. He can't help himself. He needs some assistance. That's what he need to do. He need to get you some assistance. You know, yeah. them extra hands. And hold on, let me correct, let me back up, let me back up right quick before we bring the kid home. Get assistance with ugly feet. Don't get nobody with pretty oh. feet, cause shit ain't gonna be right. Shit ain't gonna act right. Make sure everybody that. Well, I tell you what, I got country women down here that always got bad clockers. Let me let me get the trotters oh. from downhill. No feet from where you at, cause you gonna pick pretty feet and you won't never get no work done. Let me get you some some cloppers from downhill. Get some trotters. Uh-huh. Some pig feet from down this way. I know you'll never look at that shit. The work will get done, and you ain't got to worry about nobody's feet. So, yeah, that's right. I'm going to take that back. I said assistance, but they got to have ugly feet. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
bring on. I know Nikki is like, y'all shut up now. I need, y'all need to bring me on now. This ain't I her know, first rodeo with me. Man. She know what time it is. Bring on. Bring on you. <laughs> Nikia. Yes. Hi. How's it going? Yeah. <laughs> Who's doing the show? Who's doing the show? I'm sorry. Say that, say, say that again? I said we're, we're just doing the show. <laughs> I know. I'm just listening and cracking up. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, well, uh, you know, we're gonna uh have some more fun because you know uh, you know how the show goes. Barbara's gonna sit you down in the hot seat and grill you, interrogate you like a cop. She'll do that I'm till ready. about nine oh yeah. Till about nine thirty five and then after that we'll take some calls. Uh if you're listening in on the link it was call at five one six three eight seven one two one nine. If you're already streaming from your phone just press 1. Around 9.35, we'll take your calls. And uh, around 10 o'clock, we'll take a break. We'll come back for the break. We have Old Church Lady announcements after that. we got Adrian Charleston with Butterfly Flow. Then we'll talk about some general topics. We'll also talk to you a little more. Plus, we'll take some more calls. So, uh, so I already know you're ready. So, uh, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. So, let's do this. Hey, Miss Nakia, how are you? I'm good. It's been a little minute. Congrats on now the new single, because last we spoke it was Maybe I. So now we're yes. talking about Gone. We're talking about Gone and all the venues yes. you performed at, which, by the way, I am paying attention and keeping up with, and all the exposure that I've seen you gotten recently. We're going to get right into this about female artists, because it's, it's getting crazy out there with y'all, whether you're gospel, country, R&B, contemporary, it's getting nasty, and I don't mean in a good way. Okay, first and foremost, female artists in the industry have recently gone under an extreme makeover that's physically and lyrically. What do you say to these changes? Because they're not positive, most of them at all. Well, obviously we know that the state of music is uh, in duress. Uh, I don't really think um, there are too many positive role models out there. And I think it's just sad that the industry has kind of turned into, you know, a couple of things, you know, popularity contest and who can sell their self the most. And I think as, as a, as a female artist, you know, at least for myself, when I'm doing my music and I'm doing things, I'm I'm selling the lyrics, the pain, the love, the music. I'm not selling myself. Mm-hmm. And you know it's mm-hmm. funny because just recently, just recently, um, as you guys know, I released a video, um, mm-hmm. gone, and I had a a male a a, a male gen- a gentleman tell me that um, that my video is boring because I need to be showing some TNA. And I basically laughed at him, and I told him, if you want to see some TNA, then take your ass to the strip club. Right. I Bad mean, my, well, look. Bad I'm just saying, everybody, <laughs> everybody's not out here trying to shake their butt, and, you know, right. I'm sorry, but right. I'm not trying to show every man in the world, you know, my goodies. Like, I'm sorry. It's not right. what it's about. And I mean that's where it's then come down to 
basically. And it's not, it is not that you got the beefs going on between the female artists as if being a woman, a mother, um, a role model, or, or a businesswoman isn't hard enough in y'all industry. You got ignorant-ass ones out there, you know, and you some of them that should know better, that are seasoned veterans out there acting like they're 20 and 30 years old. And I mean, and now I'm wondering what you knowing through the business, you know, being, you know, the the niece of, you know, famed Charlie Wilson, I'm quite sure you've seen it all. Psychologically, this takes a toll on the artist if they're not properly honed and trained. In what kind of way? Because you've seen Sinead O'Connell cut herself all go crazy. Um, Britney Spears did it. And, oh, my God, somebody who I thought would never lose their man, Lil' Kim. What the hell is going on? Because, I mean, I know you know a little bit more behind the scenes based on your uncle and him, you know, being with the guy band and other things going on. What the hell is going on, Nikita? Something's well, wrong. Something's wrong somewhere that they fall falling short that these artists, I don't care how popular or well-known, which, I mean, you know, too, even in, on the local and, and, and extra circuit because of not just him, but because of your music in general, as I was listening to some of your performances. But still, what is going on behind the scenes that that these people are falling short like this? Strong minds falling short. What is going well, on? Well, I, I can tell you that um, a lot of times drugs plays a big part. Um and, you know, some people flipping their wig in the industry, and it, it's not uncommon. Um, and, you know, the thing is you have to have a strong support system, and you got to keep mm-hmm. someone that's – got to have someone around that's going to keep you grounded. Um, when you start to feel like you're too big for yourself, you need that one person there that's going to knock you in your place and say, no, you're not above everything else. And mm-hmm. that's the thing. People, people, once they hit, like, a certain status and they have a certain amount of money, they get bored. I mean, really, like, once you have everything and you've seen everything and done everything, what is there left mm-hmm. to do? So, you know. Be a role model and be mature. I mean, well, what else do you need? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, what well, we, that's what we'd like everyone to do. But, you right. know, when, when, when drugs are in play and, you know, I've seen a lot, you know, behind the scenes growing up. Um, but let's just say, like when drugs are in play, people are not in their right mind, and right. you know things things happen. And, I mean, and it's sad and it's crazy because I mean, look at all of the the big artists that you see like overdose. They over they, they overdose in a hotel yes, room, or they or they overdosed in their house, and no one found them mm-hmm. and whatever. I mean, the people mm-hmm. that are that are distinguished artists that have money that you know that are smart, but right. you know nobody's smarter than than drugs. You know, when you're when you're hooked on something, you're hooked. Hmm. And let's talk about Gone since somebody tried to say it was boring. They just had to be a jackass. But let's get into this. Gone <laughs> came from what idea and what part of that song reflects Nakia? So, so okay, so basically the story behind Gone is really, like, if you listen to the song, it's really about, like, two people who have been together and, you know, the guy just kind of doesn't want to be there anymore and they're still kind of like holding on, but trying to fight through to like hold on and stuff like that. Um, really the idea, you know, the, the track was produced by uh, Bobby sticks mm-hmm. and uh, a really, yes, yes. Some of my other stuff and he's a good producer. So, you know, he, mm-hmm. he, he shot me the track 
and um, I actually didn't write to it right away. You know, I uh, I just at first like I, I really wasn't feeling the track. I was like, okay, I don't like. What do you want me to do with this track? So mm-hmm. then you know, certain things just started kind of going on around me. Um, you know, one of my friends going through a divorce with her husband. He was like abusing mm-hmm. her and stuff like that. And then you know, it just I like literally in my sleep. Like, I just was dreaming about the track, and I just woke up, and I had mm-hmm. the song, and I wrote the song in, like, five minutes. So, wow. Yeah, so then I said, okay, I said, I have to go in and record this to see, you know, what it sounds like. So, of course, I, I went to, to my studio. Shout out to Paul, PMA Studios, where I record most of my stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And I went in, and I laid down, like, like a rough a rough draft, and then – my engineer, Paul, he was like, this is hot. He's like, you have to, this has to be on the album. So I'm like, all right. Mm-hmm. So I let it sit for a couple of days, and then I came back and I listened to it again, and I'm like, yeah, this definitely has to be on the album. Because, you know, so many so many women, even men, like, go through that situation where, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, know that, you know that something's not good for you, but for some reason, hearts are so dumb that you just keep going back to what's knocking you down. Oh God, and, yes. You, know, you and, and and it's it's crazy because like sometimes people go back a thousand times before before they realize like okay this this really hurts like I mm. can't keep bandaging myself up. So mm. that was really um, you know the, the inspiration behind the song. Then the setting of the video near water, a park, you know, the main places people argue or love one another, does that scenery really show contrast to the emotions in the song? Because, I mean, that's what I got from it, where you had the setting at. I mean, it, it for me it actually did because, um, you know, when we were scouting locations um, to shoot the video, I felt like, being by water, water is so many things, and it, and, and it forms in so many elements. Like, water can be aggressive. Water can mm-hmm. be serene. Water, mm-hmm. you know, water can help you with your thoughts. So I right. felt like that scenery reflected all of the emotions in the song that I wanted to portray. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when we last talked, I asked you about a collabo for Maybe I, but you did it this time with D. On gone. Mm-hmm. How did that meeting happen? Um, well, basically, um, so Dee is like working on her on her solo stuff, which um her single um comes out like next week. And you know, we were just in the same we were in the same studio together and uh you know, she heard the song, she liked it and I like her, I like her style, so I'm like, Okay, you gotta get on this So she hopped on the on the track and she blessed it and and, and it she was sure great. She sure did. She sure did. How many people know that you're the niece of Charlie Wilson? Because I mean, when we last talked about that, not very many people knew until you know we mentioned it. But with the few that know, has that become another issue or impact on your career now? Um, not an issue. No. Um, there's quite a bit of people that do know. Um, I. You know, I I try. I don't like to name drop, so you know, I just do my thing. And you know, if it happens to come out, it comes out. Um, but mm-hmm. there are there, there are a lot of people that know. Um, you know, those people will come up to me and start talking to me and stuff, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But again, like, you know, I just, for myself in the industry, like, when you make a mark, like, you really want to make a mark. Like, I don't want, I don't ever want to make a mark because, oh, that's my uncle. I want to make my mark because I'm good and my music is good and this is what it is. Mm-hmm. And your music has a unique sound. I mean, how much rehearsal and recording goes on in the studio behind it? So... Honestly, um, most of the rehearsals that I do um, is with my band um, when we're going to do shows and tour and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. In the studio, you know, I really when I go into the studio, it probably takes me one or two takes to uh, to record something because I'm I'm overly prepared before I go in. I don't like to mm-hmm. play games. Like I like to be prepared. I get in and I do what I got to do, and then I'm on to the next thing because I have so much going on. And right, mm-hmm. I, and I'm in, I'm always in such high demand, especially like when spring hits and stuff like that. That you know, I'm just my mind is there's so much going on. I like to focus on what I'm focusing on, and then, you know, then I'll have time to focus on it. You know, promoting the album and doing shows and stuff like that. Right. And as we were talking about this man talking about TNA, thick women are being asked to either tone down or enhance those voluptuous areas for publicity or their videos. What do you say to it if they ask you to do that? Well, first off, the one thing that I like about being an independent artist is that I have creative control. So Mm. with that being said, you know, I'm a little bit of a stubborn person, so I'm really not going to do too much of what I don't want to do. And I'm always going to stay true to, to myself and to my music. If I don't feel like, I like a certain look, then I'm not rocking that look. I mean, you, hey, you can cry, you can sit down, roll over, suck your thumb, do whatever you want, but at the end of the day, I'm going to be comfortable in my own skin and comfortable in what I'm doing as a woman. And if you don't like it, then... That's right, girl. Child. And doing well in the industry has taken what kind of toll on your family and you personally? So... It really, you know, it's funny, like, it, it it really hasn't, like, taken a toll, but, of course, you know, there's, there's less time to spend with family, and, you know, you always, you always want to have your family around, because your family is, like, your backbone, and, you're, and, and, you know, it's crazy, so, like, all of my brothers and sisters, they're all, they either sing, they can play an instrument, whatever, but, I mean, the thing is, you know, I like having them around. I mean, sometimes we get into arguments about certain things um, because they're very critical about my music and what I'm doing, and it's not critical in a bad way. Like, they'll tell me, like, my brother, he'll say, like, oh, that's not hot. And sometimes I'll get mad and I'll say, what do you mean it's not hot? And he'll be like, I don't like that song. It's not hot. So, of course, you know, you want your family to, you know, to love and like everything you do, but they really keep me on my toes because it's like, okay, I strive to do everything so much better because I don't want to hear any of them say like, "Oh, I don't like that. That's not hot." But um, yeah, definitely no, no, no tolls taken. Um, I try to spend as much time as I can, um, when I can, you know, with my family and stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. And as a wife and mother, doing songs like "Maybe I Gone" and a couple of other ones that I've heard you do, relationships whether it's the spouses 
or the mother-father or the mother-father and the children relationships hold what kind of importance to you in terms of family and children? Well, I I mean, as far as, like, my, my, my music goes, I really try to make music that kids can listen to as well. I mean, I have a couple of songs that are a little, you know, a little racier, edgier, um, nothing crazy, too, too crazy, but, um, you know, I, I honestly teach, like, try to teach all of my nieces and nephews and all the kids that are around me and stuff like that. I always try, you know, try to teach them to carry themselves with the utmost respect. And, mm-hmm. you know, for me, the first thing is that I always talk to them about education. So especially, you know, as as a woman, it's already hard enough no matter what field you go into, but you got to be smart too because guess what? You can't you can't just come into the industry thinking like everything, like I'm going to get a contract, I'm going to blow up, I'm going to make money. Mm-hmm. And, and that very well might happen, but guess what? If you're not smart enough to read and comprehend that contract, I guarantee you, hands down, every time you're going to get screwed. Right. So, I mean, school is another big important part of things because you have to be able to understand things. Okay. But when is your album due out, or is it already out? So the album uh, comes out May 8th. Um, it's called Beautiful yeah, Scar. Mm. Um, one is the first single off of the album, um, and there is a second single dropping like next week it's like the, the, the two singles drops back to back um mm-hmm. it just happened to work out that way called do you want to ride um that track is a little a little racier but you know nothing mm-hmm. like too explicit or anything um so yeah the album comes out may 8th um i will have another single coming out in three weeks that i'm collabing with um hip-hop artist uh roxy hart um, out in nice. California, so shout out to her. She's on listening. Um, okay. We're working on something really nice. Um, for, it's more for, more so for the ladies, but you know, um, it's it's nice. So you guys will get to get to you know debut that one as well when it uh, drops. Okay. Now I'm gonna ask you the question that I've asked everyone else um, that I've spoken to because I'm quite sure even the industry. And around the world, you've seen this situation. What do you see going forward, the lifestyle for our young women in this generation? Well, I will tell you that uh, I do I do feel um, a little saddened for this generation, and that's because there, there's so many opportunities in front of them, but they're not being led in the right direction. So, I mean, you know, for example, um, this generation feels like they don't have to work for anything. They feel like everything, they deserve everything, and everything just has to be given to them. Mm-hmm. And it's terrible to be that way because what happens to this generation when they get older and you know, like their parents or their grandparents or, you know, people that are the backbone to who they are goes away. What happens to them? They're not going to know what to do. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm and, I, and I'm not saying like the whole generation because there are ones that you know that are smart. They're in school. They work hard and everything. But I'm I'm afraid for the state of especially our the genera- this in this generation the women and what our young ladies are going to turn out to be and what type of legacies they're going to leave behind. Exactly. And I mean, and from what I'm looking at and the children that are being raised by children, I'm not having a very positive outlook if we don't get adult females. I mean, that's another thing I asked the young lady on my show Friday, Welcome to the Country. We see other women that you're supporting your girlfriend getting divorced because she had an abusive husband. We see so many women now through that scenario, and a lot of women, instead of being supportive, you don't have to attack these men or get involved as me and Candy, shout out to Candy Norwood, talked about. You don't have to put your hands in the game, but to call somebody to help the lady or at least get somebody recognizing a problem. You know, we, we women have gotten more comfortable to just letting it happen to these other ladies because we say she got it coming or she let herself stay there to deserve it. No, there there is actually a mental deficiency going on that, you know, no one's aware of, not even a person involved. I mean, what do you think about that recently? Because it's getting really bad that people are even airing that on social media, um, watching women get beat on. What do you think about that? Well, I do um... – I, I mean, it's not right. I don't like it, and I don't believe in in that, oh, she had it coming stuff. Um, I do think that women, um, a lot of women have no respect for themselves. Um, like when you see things like on Love & Hip Hop with like Tara and Amina and Peter Gunn, and it's like, listen, there's a couple of different layers to that. First of all, they both keep messing with the same man that, is doing the same thing to the both of them and they both know this. So mm-hmm. you're expecting you're expecting you're expecting different results with the same behavior. So that on that is that part right there is their fault. Obviously again, like I said, hearts are stupid. So women always want to women are nurturers. So most women always want to you know see the better in somebody and sometimes that doesn't always happen. And you know the other part of that is women. Women need to need to learn and understand how to respect themselves. Because if you respect mm-hmm. yourself, there is no way possible that you are going going to allow yourself to be treated that way. And there's no way possible that, you know, like most women, like their excuse is like, oh, I didn't know he had a wife. Oh, I didn't know he mm-hmm. had that he had a woman. But guess what? Maybe you didn't know because maybe he lied. But when you find out, right. that's your cue. That's your cue to use your brain and say, guess what? Move I'm not going to put myself into this situation until right. you 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 figure that situation out. Right. But women women can be so vindictive that you know they're they're so busy they're so busy trying to take what is really not theirs just to say oh I I can have him whenever I want him or I can take him or or whatever not and 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 really at the end of the day no one's winning no one's winning no one's winning a prize no, no. one's winning anything. Say it with your chest. You're right. You're right. And I mean, it's, it's becoming an epidemic across the board. I mean, because it used to be a time when it was just single men producing children with women and not trying to take care of them. 
Now you have married men targeting these, you know, type women that have no respect for themselves, producing children that they don't support. And it's now becoming another version of the epidemic, you know, single-parent home when one of the parents is already married with the family. And all of that, you know, I don't understand. I can't speak on other nationalities and colors, but for black folk, I'm not understanding where we're falling into this mess. When so many damn people have set the standard for better living, I don't know what's going on. I mean, it's like we're falling short back into our own personal slavery. And especially the women, because I'm not understanding. You don't have to sell yourself. You're right. Sell your music, your craft, sell your drawings, sell the clothes you make. But putting yourself in the mix, you do realize that people are going to take that at face value and you will no longer get the respect you think you've earned because you've already sold yourself as the bait. And it's kind of hard to teach them, you know, and I'm just, at some point, we need to all step up and try to get that going. And, I mean, hopefully with what you do and some of the other young ladies that I spoke to, that you guys can get that positive niche going for these women. Because, I mean, you may can come from trash, but you don't have to become it. And I wish somebody would would tell them that and get them to understand. Now, you may end up not making money like uh, Whitney Houston or or, uh, the other girl. I can't think of her name. But all of them, you know, you you, you may not end up being like these people, but honest living for yourself is a whole lot better, you know, than, than... I mean, the system, because that's where a lot of them seem to want to end up. And I'm just, I'm not understanding that mentality when so many black women fought for better. I'm mm-hmm. just I'm just not understanding these ladies. And I mean, hopefully in some of the forums, because I know that you go around and talk as well, hopefully some of the forums when you do your public speaking and motivational speaking, and hopefully you get that point across. I mean, I know the music give it to them, but maybe you need to just give it to them verbally with just you without the music because they need to understand that. I mean, especially as black women, they need to understand that for real because they're, they're missing that whole boat. Jay, you got any calls for her? Thank you for the interview, love. You're welcome. Oh, yeah. Let's see uh, now if you're um <clears throat> if you're already streaming on your phone, just press 1. If you want to talk to us, uh, press 1 now. If you want to talk, we'll bring you on. You can ask Nakia some questions. Uh, you know, you can, whatever you want to do, shout some stuff out, you know. Um, you know. And if you're listening in on the link, give us a call at 516-387-1219 and press 1. All right? We're going to go ahead and take this first caller. Caller in the three two three four four five. You're on the air. Who is this? Hi, this is Danielle Dijon. I'm a friend of Nakia's, and I just wanted to let her know that her music is very awesome, and that I really have learned a lot from her growing up with her, and she's just a very beautiful person inside and out. And I believe her music could go a long way to help others. Oh, yeah. 
Jeffrey. Thank you for the call, Danielle. Yeah, now, You're very um, welcome. Yeah, I have a feeling. I, Danielle, that name sounds familiar. Are you in that? Are you in the uh, Women's Support Facebook group? Yes, I am. And I'm also an upcoming motivational speaker myself. And I used to, at one point, love to sing, but I kind of gave that up because I felt like writing and speaking was from my heart and doing my artwork was more about who I am as a person. And the key is music and just being around her the time I was really helped me see that. And she really did, and her family helped me grow to be what I am today, and I just appreciate that. Oh, yes. I know she appreciates that. We appreciate you calling. You you recently joined Blacktopia, didn't you? Yes. Yes, okay. I, that's why I remember that name from, too. <laughs> Definitely. Thank you for joining Blacktopia. I hope you, you enjoy yourself in there as well, and, um, and and definitely we do. I know you're a fan of Nakia, but now that you're a member of Blacktopia, I hope you you'll be a fan of us too. And uh, you know, we course. do a show every Tuesday Oh yes, oh yes. It, it was great speaking to you. And um, and um, yeah, we you know I'm I'm Jonathan Coleman on there. You I'm the one you spoke to in the women's support group. You know. It's nice to finally talk to you and meet you too. Oh yes, oh yes. Great, great. Definitely, definitely. Thank you for the call. Uh, Nikia, is there anything you want to say to Danielle right quick before we go to the next caller? Oh, hey, Danielle, thank you for calling in, and thank you for your support. You're very welcome, Nikia, and you will always have my support because, honestly, you really have helped me through so much of my life. Just listening to the words that you say in your songs, it really makes you think, and... It really makes you want to reevaluate what you're going through in that present time. So that's what I'm really grateful for about you. And I love you too. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for the call, Mr. Todd, Danielle. All right, let's go ahead and take another call right quick. Uh, again, if you're listening in on that link, give us a call at 516-387-1219 and press 1. And uh, if you've already called in, um, just press 1. Oh, uh, why do y'all press 1 at once? Okay, let me go ahead and bleed through these calls. I like this. All right, caller in the uh, 917-406. You're on the air. Who is this? This is D. D, how you doing? Yeah. Can you hear me? D, yeah. yeah I'm just making sure D. that you can hear me. Oh yeah, we can hear yeah, you. Yeah, I had fun working with her on the song. Um, it was really great. I had fun times in the studios, and I was just want to say I'm proud of her. Yes, oh yes, and you're hot on the records too, by the way. You guys, it's a good collaboration between you two. Yes, I have my single coming out soon, and it's featuring Nakia, so look out for it. Oh yeah, I know, I know. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be playing your stuff. Uh, Nakia been um, telling me about you, you know, more and more. So I, you know, I'll be, I'll be spinning your records too. <laughs> 
<laughs> Thank you, and I appreciate all the support. Oh, yes, you're welcome. And also, if you're on Facebook, uh, check out Blacktopia, you know, Black Utopian Society. Join us in there and, uh, and chop it up with us. You're welcome to share your music and, and, you know, get some more fans. I will. Definitely. And I also want to let the listeners know that uh, at, during the break, we're going to preview that new single, you know. <laughs> that also that that racy single that Nikia was talking about earlier that also features D. Do you want to ride? Oh yeah. So, uh, oh yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna play it later on in the program. All right. Uh, D, is there any, is there anything else you want to uh, plug or say before we go to the next caller? I just want to tell her that I'm very proud of her and enjoy working with her at all times. And thank you. Definitely. Thank, Thank you. you for the Thank call. You for your... Absolutely, yeah. Hey, you guys have a oh, nice no. night. Oh, yeah, you too, you too. We'll take you out with a yeah. Yeah! <laughs> All right. All right, let's go to the next caller. Uh, okay. Okay, that one hung up. We still got somebody else. Caller in the, uh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Mic won't open. Okay, here we go. Call in the six three one three five six. You're on the air. Who is this? Hi, this is Margette. We we're Marjette. good followers of Yes. <laughs> we're a fan base follows Nikia out in Los Angeles, California. We want to wish her a happy birthday today. And because uh, today's her birthday. And we love her music and keep up the good work. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you for calling, Margette. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you all with a little clap. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what we do. Let's go to the next caller. Same area code, 631-276. You're on the air. Who is this? Hi, this is Shamar from Southampton, New York, and I'd like to congratulate Nakia on all of her accomplishments. Um, I have a question. Do you plan on doing any more theater anytime soon? I know that you were in Mama's Diary. I, didn't, I would like to make a future plan for the theater. Um, I mean, I don't I don't have any, any offers on the table for theater right now, but um, Definitely, I mean, I enjoy doing theater, so definitely um, if something comes up, I will be doing some theater. Wonderful, wonderful. Keep up the excellent work, and thank you for everything that you do in the music industry. Thank you. Definitely. Thank you, Carla. Listen, Carla. Listen, callers, you guys, you you guys need to call in and ask me something juicy. Oh yeah, callers, ask something juicy. <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, yeah, she'll she'll talk about it. <laughs> All right, um, well, hey, caller, before before we go to the next caller, do you want to say something juicy? You want to ask something juicy? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's go to the next caller. And uh, before we go to the next call, I do want to say, yeah, yeah, that, I remember when I had you on the Rush uh, radio with Olivia Floyd. Now we got uh, Tina Wright and Candace Norwood. Um, 
yeah, you 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 were plugging, you know, Mama's Diary and everything, and um, and yeah, yeah, that was that was, that was is there any uh, YouTube footage or anything um of, of the play that that's out there or anything? Um, there is some video footage. Um, I I'll later I'll shoot you the link. Okay, good, good. Definitely, definitely. All right. Let's go ahead and go to the next caller. Uh, another one in the six three one. Oh yeah. Oh no, they hung up. Okay. Uh, you need to stop scaring people, okay? Because they're hanging up. Okay, I'm not. I'll behave myself. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll stop. Call her in the, uh, all right, this one right here. Call her in the 631-620. You're on the air. Who is this? Um, I'm Lee Roberts. Hey, <laughs> Lee Okay. Oh yes. Um. Um. The question is. Um. Um. Are you going? Um. I forgot the question for a minute. Okay. Um. The question is, who inspired you to start singing? Okay, that's an easy question. Um. So. Um. Really. Um. One of my biggest inspirations was Whitney Houston. I used to dance on the coffee table with a towel on my head and the hairbrush, and I used to get in trouble all the time for uh, doing that. But um, I really knew that I wanted to sing when I heard her song, The Greatest Love of All, and I thought that was, like, the most amazing song in the world at the time. Um, And that's what really made me want to be a singer. Okay. Um, have you ever started? Have you ever thinking of auditioning kids and having a a, a little girl group? Oh, that I mean that, that that's a good question. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I do run an independent label, so yeah, maybe sometime in the near future, I will think about putting together like a young girl group and and releasing something on them. Yes. Well, I like your music. I mean, not like, but I love it. Like, it's the greatest thing of all. Thank you. And happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Oh, my God. Whose baby is that? That is too cute. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> thank right. you, little lady. Well, oh, thank she hang no, she didn't. Thank you, little lady. Okay, we got to keep it clean. Somebody baby on here, because I was going to ask you a question. I just I kept it on mute because the baby up here. All right, remove the baby. Bye, baby. Bye. You put Bye, the earplugs back on baby. her. <laughs> that was too cute. Listen, y'all, if this little lady could call in here and ask these questions, now you know I'm going to start getting mad with everybody on Blacktopia. Y'all know y'all wrong if that baby could call in and ask those nice little questions. She was too cute. <laughs> and knew what she was talking about, too. Anybody find out how old she was? How old was that baby? Who baby is that? 
I don't know. <laughs> Jay, uh, you know who that is? I don't know. Adrian? <laughs> Adrian, do you know them? Where's Adrian? Adrian? <laughs> no, I mean, no, I don't know who she was. I was thinking that they, okay. you know, the mom or somebody was going to say something, but no. Yeah. She was cute, though. She was precious. She had her stuff together. She sure was. Her little press, her little prep stuff, and she, she, that was too cute. I'm scared to answer the question because I don't know if she's still there. See, then y'all will be talking my country. I don't know how to talk in front of children, so I can't even ask my question now. I can't even get in your business because I'm scared this baby's still on the land. Because look, listen, whoever out there, please remove the baby so I can ask this question. I mean, I'm I'm real proud of her for calling in. But I need her to move yeah. on so I can ask this question of the kid. Well, Jay, go sign if I can ask this question because I don't want to do it if that baby's still up there. Nah, the I mean, she may be off your line, but they don't mean she's up the line at home. Oh, yeah, she could be listening on the link. <laughs> yeah. Baby! <laughs> you think I should answer this question or not? Uh, well, hey, we're gonna be playing. Uh, you know, we're gonna be playing a new single real soon. So. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's almost ten, it's almost ten o'clock. So whoever's baby that was, put the baby to bed because they have school tomorrow. That's yeah. true too. That's true too. All right, well, let me go and ask you this because I know most female artists when VH1 did a reality talk with them, they all had certain fantasies with their music. Um, some of their songs got a little bit, you know, vogel just because they were in those emotions, you know, the, the kind of way they wanted to relate their music to their personal life. And I mean, bedroom life. Mm-hmm. You ever felt like that with your music? Sometimes. I mean, it depends. It depends on, you know, every song has a different mood and a, and a different, you know, a different um, feeling. So mm-hmm. it depends on. I mean, as you will hear in um, my next single that's dropping next week, featuring Z again, of course, called Do You Want to Ride? You guys are the first ones to spin it, so everyone that's listening here, they'll be the first ones to hear it. And and that song is a little a little provocative. Okay. And you'll get the gist when you when you hear the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had a crush on one of your producers or assistants, like most of the other artists? Absolutely not. I don't mix business with pleasure. Um, mm-hmm. Has I don't it came at you had... like that? Has it came at you oh, like that? Of course, of course, of course, mm-hmm. of course. But you know what? Can you do? You know, like it gets awkward. You just me personally, I just put them in their place and just keep it moving, and act like mm-hmm. it just never happened again. You know, um, right? But uh, I mean, you know, obviously, you know, when when you work in close quarters with somebody. Mm-hmm. And you're working with something like so personal, and you know I'm an attractive woman, so you know. Um, That's you know, no doubt. I'm, I'm talking about you know it goes down in the business in in this industry, and because they say just like skaters, when you got a male and female, um, you know, uh, pair, sometimes right. you get those feelings because y'all are with each other all the damn time, and you know. Um, you're practicing very provocative moves. You know what I mean. So in, in that in that sense, if you're in the studio with the same person on a constant basis, you know, um, 
plus if both of y'all got the same likes and, and, and things like that, things in common, sometimes it normally happens, but for a lot of them it ends up in disaster. That's why I was saying, have, have it ever occurred to you or, you know, been been on that plate? I mean, what if it's somebody outside of the studio, like a bodyguard? What about a bodyguard or a driver? Uh, no, my driver, the only place he can drive me is home and to my show. Um, <laughs> bodyguard? <laughs> bodyguard? Because I need to go there. Some of them are sexy as hell. Bodyguard? Listen. Bodyguard? I'm not, I would, no. I would still never go there because I'm going to tell you why. I, me, uh, I'm a possessive. I'm a possessive type of person. I don't like to share, and you know, when, when something's mine, is mine. So right. you can guard, my, you can guard my body all day long, but we could be out, and if I'm on stage and I see your eye wandering, I'm still gonna see you. I might pop you with the microphone. So we're just not gonna go there, so that way I can stay focused. Okay. Yeah. You know, those are those personal questions that don't get asked. Go ahead, on Jay. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to um, go ahead and take the break. Uh, we're going to preview the, uh, the new single. And, um, you know, and, uh, you'll be listening to Black Filthy Presents Roundtable Talk Radio with your host, Bar of the Country Cleaning Lady, some guy named Jay and Adrian Charleston. Um, after the break, we got old church lady announcements. Then we got Butterfly Flow. After that, we have more of your calls. And we're also going to talk a little bit about the new single, too. So uh, so let me go on ahead and, and, and get that out. But before we play the new single, Do You Want to Ride, i got to play Gone one more time. i gotta, I got to play that one more time, and then we're going to play the new single, and then uh, we're going we're gonna to take it from there. All right, so uh, sit back and listen.
it was just you and I, and you always feeling my thighs. Kissing on my neck, saying you'll always be mine. Now two months past, is this love a lot? Long gone, so gone, I'm not over you. Come back, flex talk, don't act brand new. You play me like a fool, I ain't chasing you. Boy, why stop playing, just tell the truth. <laughs> Wondering if I was wrong, I'm wondering if he is right. I'm sitting there looking like I don't wanna fight. So I grabbed a few things and caught the next flight. Caught my little toy and that's in the same
Hey there, my beautiful people. This is Andrian, your holistic health coach, coming at you from the global front. What if I told you only four ounces of this water for 30 days would lead you to longer, healthier hair, softer skin, more energy, better, stronger workouts, increased sex drive and stamina, come on now, easier weight loss to get you that sexier body, no more pain and stiffness, all while getting rid of any drugs or medication you're on, and it's all natural. It's all available without a prescription. Contact me for more information at andrian 65 at gmail.com. A-N-D-R-I-A-N-E-6-5 at gmail.com. Peace. Yeah, what's up? It's your girl, Linda B. Let me find out you got that big boy TV, but you only get in hospital station. Uh-uh. Let me find out you got that flat screen TV plugged up to a converter box because you're too cheap to get cable. Let uh-huh. me find out every week you down at the bootleg man trying to get new movies because you're running out of stuff to watch. Shame on you. I'm here. That's what I do. You want cable? Hit me up. Oh, Bill, no problem. I got you. Cable too high? I got you. Dun, dun, Hit me dun, dun. up. We can do this a few ways. You can either call me. I can call you. 937-287-0736. Or you could go to my website, lindaebrown.acndirect.com. Or we could do a three-way call. What? A three-way call? We could even do a three-way call. Shut the Hit front me door. up today, and you can have cable tomorrow. Yeah, I got your back. And remember, with God, all things is possible. Have a good day, world, and I'm out. Damn, girl. I ain't seen you in a long time. You done lost some weight. That's right, girl. Child, I've been using this new product, Total Life Changes Tea by CurvyButHealthy.com. That's how I lost the weight. Child. Now, wait a minute, girl. So all you're saying I got to do is drink this tea and I can go to the bathroom and piss these calories out of me? Well, not quite. What it does is speed up your metabolism, curb your appetite, and give you the nutrients your body needs so that it can help you shed the pounds. And, girl, you can lose the weight and keep them curves, too. Well, girl, that's exactly what I need. I'm trying to look good in my bikini when I go down to the beach. I'm going to go to curvybutthealthy.com right now and order about 10 cases of that tea. Yes, yes. 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 Order Total Life Changes tea from curvybutthealthy.com today. Yeah. I'm going to go to CurvyButtHealthy.com and order about 10 cases of that tea. I'm going to go to CurvyButtHealthy.com. I'm going to go to CurvyButtHealthy.com. All right. Welcome to the second hour of Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio with your host, Barbara the Country Cleaning Lady, Adrian Charleston, and the other other one, <laughs> some guy named Jay. That's me. Some guy named Jay. All right. Now you know what time it is. After the after the commercial break and after the songs, you know, it's time for the old church lady announcements. Yeah, so you know what that means. You know, go ahead and get your sandwich. Go ahead and use the bathroom. I know, I know. You don't want to hear me stumble through my words this week. <laughs> I know you're listening like, oh my God, you write such long winded Poems, not I don't write poems, they're rants. I write these long passages on Facebook and then come to find out I turn to this show and this this Negro can't even read. <laughs> well, it's, it's all good. Sometimes people get nervous and get choked up and that's my excuse. That's my excuse. I, I, 
I did pass kindergarten, so it's just that uh, sometimes words be longer than what they appear. <laughs> okay, let me just, okay, okay. Uh, so yeah, you're not listening to this part anyway. You're using the bathroom or making your sandwich, you know, spreading the mustard on there and the mayonnaise and I want to hear him plug. But anyway, for those who want to <laughs> hear me plug, this is what we got going on. Um, oh, oh, I got the wrong announcements in front of me. See, pay me no attention. Okay, now I got the right ones in front of me. Okay, um, next week on March seventh, we have author Y.M. Cherie here to talk about her latest release, Fantasy Island. She's also a member of the prestigious Blacktopia Street Team also. Yeah. So uh, so join us on March 7th. Did I say 17th early? Oh, I didn't. Oh, yeah, on March 7th. <laughs> she will, that's next week. Oh, my God. Don't, okay, let me keep going. Um, author Y.M. Cherie, she'll be here to talk about a book, Fantasy Island, and, uh, and also her other releases. So definitely tune in for that. Okay. And on March 14th, we have Antoinette Peel as a guest. So Antoinette Peel is going to talk about all the things she got going on in her life. And then the uh, the Tuesday after that, March 21st, we got Felicia Rivers. Felicia Rivers is the writer, producer, and director of the web drama series, What About Your Friends? It's available on YouTube and later this week. It'll be available on the Blacktopia mobile app. All you got to do is download the Blacktopia mobile app from iTunes, Amazon.com, and Blackberry World, and uh, you can stream the show from there, you know, once we have it on, but it'll be on this week. And um, if you have an Android, you know, you can't get it from the Google Play Store because they uh, they don't like Jay, you know, but who does? <laughs> you, you, can, uh, you can go to blackvibe.com and then search Blacktopia, and you can download a free Android that way. Uh, but if you have an Apple product, or you can go to Amazon.com, of course. But if you have Apple products, you know, you can just go get it quickly. You know, you can get it from other sources. Um, and also, speaking of iTunes, well, four hours from after tonight, this show will be available on iTunes. So you can download it. All you got to do is search Blacktopia, or you can also search Nakia. Search her name. And you know what? Actually, search Nakia's name because she has a lot of great things on iTunes that you purchase. You know, this, this podcast will be free, by the way. But definitely purchase her single, purchase her albums, purchase her previous release, like the you know the drug song, her previous EP, She Is Me, all of that. Just 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 get all of her stuff, and don't forget to get the new releases too. Um, and you know, happy birthday to her, February twenty eighth, because you know the single Gone is now available on iTunes, so you can purchase that too. All right, now let me go on ahead and take the uh, butterfly out of the jar so she can wing it. I did a good job reading. You proud of me, Adrian? No. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> a little bit, you. a little bit. You, you did, actually, that was a lot better. It was a lot smoother. You didn't stutter. You didn't fall over your words, and it was not extremely long, so... I applaud you. Give yourself some hand claps. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I get a gold star, and I get to I get to go to recess this time. <laughs> yes, yes, I won't have to. Um, <laughs> I won't have to get the paddle out. Yeah, I see. I don't have to get the paddle out. Uh, today. 
don't, well, don't threaten me with a good time. I might want that. Oh, okay, no. Anyway, okay. Hey, everybody. This is Adrian Charleston with Butterfly Flow. Um, tonight, I'm going to talk about hate. I normally talk about love, but I decided I'm going to talk a little bit about hate. And um, hate is different from hating, which is, you know, used in a different term. Hate is such a strong emotion, and it's, it's very negative. And when you hate, like really hate something or someone, it can it can weigh on your spirit and your soul because you're putting so much energy. Hate takes as much, if not more, energy than it takes to love someone because it is the opposite strong emotion of love. So it's still a strong emotion. So you have to think something of that person to actually hate them. Like, And there are people that, you know, some people feel they need to hate. But, you know, when it turns into hating, like disliking someone that strongly for no reason, it's, it's a waste of your time and your energy and, you know, eats away at your life. And I do want to say that um, everybody that does not like you or does not like your craft or like something about you or what you're doing is not hating. Sometimes it's, it is just their preference. <laughs> Some Everybody's not going to like everything you do and you're not going to like everything somebody else does. And if you, you know, voice that dislike, it doesn't necessarily mean you're hating it means somebody just doesn't like what you're doing. So let's uh, let's put all of these words into context and just know that someone's not hating on you because they don't like what you're doing. They might just not like it, and they may sincerely just not like it. They might not. They might still like you, but not like that particular aspect. And hate, strong negative energy and emotions that you need to let go of if you have it in your heart, even though. Some people deserve to be hated. It takes away from you as a person if you're hating. Hate, if you hate someone, not hating on someone. And stop hating on people, like disliking stuff just because. So, yeah, that's it. That's that's my uh, my rendition of Butterfly Flow, all about hate, but still in a positive way. So, <laughs> thank you. Oh yes, oh yes. Let's go ahead and bring everybody back on. Nakia and Barbara. Uh, and also callers too. Uh, like I said, press one if you're streaming from your phone. And if you're listening in on the link, give us a call at five one six three eight seven one two one nine and press one. We got Nakia. You can talk about her singles. If you like uh you know, if you if you heard Butterfly Flow and you wanna talk about that too. Uh, you know about hating. You know that's that's that could be our topic too. <laughs> so we'll uh, talk about uh, gone. Do you want to ride? Hating. You know whatever Barbara wants to talk about. Definitely give us a call. <laughs> we'll, we'll chop it up. And um, now, now I want to ask uh, Adrian. Um, you yes. got any uh, any follow up question for Nakia? Anything that uh, popping around, floating around in your mind? To be honest, yeah, to be honest, I did, and then we went to the break, and I started getting ready for my segment, and I completely forgot what I wanted to ask. Because <laughs> normally you go to me before you go to the callers, and I, I was waiting, and it never came, and I kind of I should have written it down. I'm sorry. Oh, it's all 
<laughs> but I, you, well, you know, I've been listening because look, you can tell by what I've been posting. I've been listening in on everything and posting all about Miss Nakia and stalking her page and getting pictures and all that stuff. And I even put a uh, Whitney Houston happy birthday up there for because you know she said that's her, that's her woman right there, Whitney. So yeah. Ah uh, yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, now, now what do you think about the, uh, the 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 new single? Do you want to ride? <laughs> it was very nice. <laughs> Barbara. You know. Yeah. What you want to say? Well, well, Adrian, what were you about to say before I said Barbara's name? No, I was gonna say you know I'm not gonna say much else. You know. You, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, you know, I get giggly about certain things. I'm like a little kid sometimes, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. As a <laughs> licensed physician, no, you're not getting away with that. Go back to asking her. Don't call my name after you after she answered what you no. agreed to answer, what she thought as single, Adrian. Stop playing, I'm man. Yeah. Nice. Now, wait a minute, girl. But I can I can envision this big ass grin on your face, and it was very nice, and because I can envision you with this big ass grin, and yes, I do I do have I know you do, and it, it was, was very it was nice, very, and very nice and sexy, and you know grown 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 folks uh type of music, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. very somebody good. Somebody said baby mansion. Somebody said baby mansion. Yeah, I, I can, I can agree. Mm-hmm. I don't make babies. I can so agree with I that. I say grown folks. Girl, I don't like. Oh man, I'm continuing to try. I know I can't, but ain't nothing wrong with trying either. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't yeah, make a damn yeah. thing wrong trying to pretending like there, there can be. So, right, it's all right. right. <laughs> yeah, so it was it was it was very nice, very. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all right. Like maybe I wish she had wish she had Nikki, I'm up you gonna be like the other young lady. They're not gonna like you very well. Come and play that when you get home. <laughs> and he don't get home to two thirty in the morning, so I'm gonna play that when he get oh. home. I don't think he's gonna like you very well either, like the other young lady. Cause keep telling me stop playing y'all damn music when you're trying to sleep. <laughs> so but <laughs> Yeah, because I'm not trying to sleep. That's why I keep playing your music. So yeah, yeah. See, so he's not gonna like you either. Like I can't, I can't think of my baby girl name when it comes to me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna shout her out too. But she was born to one of my first interviews of December. I can't think her name. It'll come to me because she's on my page. But you and her are not like. Maybe I was played like three, four times during that evening, and he really, really didn't care for you. And now that I'm ready to play Gone and this one, he's really not going to like you again. But it'll be fine. I mean, you know, just just let him not like. Um, the hateful kind is better than sometimes the good one, you know? So it's all good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> when they mad at you, it's a whole lot better sometimes. So I'm not even, you know, I'm not even stressing. I'm, I'm just waiting patiently. and just I'm, I got two phones going, so my other phone is playing it in my one ear as I'm, you know, talking to y'all. So I'm just getting myself all motivated. <laughs> Plus it's my birthday weekend anyway So I get to do what I want this week No I get to do what I want There are only certain times of the year I get to do what I want to them And my birthday is one of them So yeah so it's all good Thank you for the practice music I want to appreciate you so well Thank you so much okay You're welcome Girl 
Thank you so much. Adrian, why are you laughing? I'm just being honest. That's just, just I know, me. I know. But I, well, I'm just, I have no shame in my game. 18 right. years in, I ain't nothing wrong. Ain't nothing wrong with beating your husband up. It's all good. And I mean, That's beating right. him up in a positive way. In a positive yeah. way, yeah. not negative. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Nothing at all. I know she, Chelsea love is not a problem. You know, all that other crazy mess. Black love, that's what it is. Right. I mean, all that other unhealthy, (laughs) ignorant mess that you see folk doing. Did y'all see that? Because both of y'all are on my page. Somebody posted something that them and their husband did. That I'm going to ask y'all. Somebody, Hmm. y'all call in. You're going to have to on this right quick. Because, I mean, this is like off the top is a Jay wanted. But let me ask y'all, because I told him not to put this stuff up there. Because I got pastors and then, you know, like Unikia and a couple of other recording artists. I know other people look at y'all stuff, and I can't have that mess up there, but this kind of made sense. Somebody posted something about them and their wife doing some very ignorant things in the bedroom. And mm. me, I am a triple X person, but what I saw just looked like both of them degrading each other. It had no integrity to it. Now, even triple X got some integrity, where both of you are enjoying what's going on. The wife did not look like she was enjoying it at all, and the husband was the one that was recording it. Um, how the mm. hell it got on my page? Don't ask me, cause I ended up blocking Did the guy. Did you take it off? Block the guy and block the situation. Uh, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you I took it down. Okay. Yeah, cause yeah. I had passes. But see, I don't normally get to see that stuff. I'm sitting with my client, and Jay know that. I'm right. sitting with her during the day, and one of my right. pastors called me and said she ain't text. She called, so I knew it was danger, and right. told me that something right. was on there I needed to remove. Um, so I was like, oh yeah. Lord, and I went and looked at it, but the thing mm. was. The thing was, of what it was up there, it didn't make no sense. I mean, you know, how far do we need to go as partners to post stuff like that for social media? I mean, I know you're proud of your sex game, men and women, mm. but I think some things don't need to be on the air. What y'all think or in social media? I, I don't. This, yeah, this is Adrian. I don't. I personally don't post anything. I don't post if I'm in a relationship who I'm with, I definitely will not post what I'm doing in the bedroom. And as you mm-hmm. see, I don't even really, I don't even really talk about it because mm-hmm. I, 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 <laughs> I just don't say stuff about, you know, certain right. things. I mean, I talk and about relationships, but I don't talk about stuff like that either. Nor post right, and stuff. Right. You very, y'all very rarely see me post Reese's. That's what I call being. Right. You very rarely see me posting that's his birthday or some shit like that going on because mm-hmm. it's none of your business. Except for, you know, exactly. y'all I talk to in general. Exactly. But everybody else is none right. of your business. Um, but and still, but, but that's your and that's your husband too. So right, you that's can, private. You know, say that's pr- right, yeah. right, right. But I'm just, I'm just, I don't, I'm just. What you think? What you think, Nikhil? Because some things, what I saw, and I kind of looked at the video. They let me look at it in, in full, black like, uh, Facebook did before they took it down. Mm-hmm. What I saw ain't make no sense. And like I said, I'm in the triple X stuff. But that was ridiculous because you could see on her face she was not enjoying it. What, what he asked her to do, she was not enjoying it. He's the only one enjoying what he was doing as if he wanted the world to see his ignorance. Because that's the best way I could mm. put it, scare somebody else up here looking. I mean, child listening. Yeah. Um, even if it's being big. But, I mean, the ignorance is what I saw. It was no love making. It was no foreplay. It wasn't even tease play, as I call it. It was the straight-up, raunchy, um, abusive-like sex. It had, it had no integrity to it. Even even mm-hmm. our stupid love making that last five ten minutes quickies we call them has integrity to it. This had no integrity. I mean, what you think about people posting that that shit like that on on you know social media? What you think? 
Well, first off, I think people need to keep their personal business to themselves. Me personally, mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to go on Facebook or anywhere. I don't want to go on Instagram, Snapchat. Facebook. I don't want to see you naked behind in the air. Mm-hmm. I don't care about that. I don't want to see it. Like that's not for everybody to see. And you know, you might think it looks wonderful, but maybe to everybody else, you know, your saggy nuts don't look wonderful. So take them down. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. We we need some callers in on that. What y'all think out there, Black Topia? Call back. Oh yeah, and definitely call in because people be inbox me. Oh, it's a great show. The topics are great. Yeah, call in. <laughs> y'all be listening. Y'all need to call in. If you're listening in on mm-hmm. the link, uh, oh yeah, we got a caller. I know who this is, hmm. but I'll let her tell it. Uh oh. Call in. Oh her. Okay. <laughs> Calling the six zero. Hello, my beautiful people. Andrea. Hey, Andrea. Hey, beautiful people. Yeah, y'all hey. probably know what I'm gonna say. I'm like a prude of the bunch. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, you no, know what? I mean, that, I know. Not, I mean, it's it's a sacredness. I don't care even if it's your quickie or, you know, you just throwing it down or whatever, there's a sacredness between the couples that, I mean, there's an energy that's generated when you come together in unison with someone, when you commune that way. And that's right. I don't know, it's almost like, it's almost a wickedness that's, uh, I don't know, you, it's, I mean, uh, at the base element, you're reducing it to basically a circus act, right? Exactly. But and even at that, it's like, you know, as you describe it, country, it's like, what what are you putting out there? What type of energy behind it? If you're objectifying your partner, you know mm-hmm. that it actually creates it creates an e- an evil energy drive. You know that's that's like straight hate energy, as you you know kind of alluded to in your butterfly flow. That's uh, you breaking off sanctity of the union, even if it's a casual union. You know there's some right. type of integrity and sacredness to it that just putting it out in that arena. I think it just it just tears that energy apart and she felt, you know, violated, I'm sure, in that aspect exactly. you saw it on her face, you know. And see yeah, you know and, what I mean? just, and, and the amount of hits that was on it, the amount of hits that was on the video uh-huh. as I saw in the millions. I mean, how many other people got that kind of sick twisted thinking? Because to me, it should have had no hits at all. No likes. I mean it had yeah. a million or so likes. Nobody oh, should have well. appreciated think- that because it wasn't it wasn't good viewing in my opinion. It wasn't good viewing. Yeah, and the problem first and is, foremost, as a couple, it shouldn't have been there at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. Right. And unfortunately, there's just there is such a strong, uh, large population that still gets off on that. You know, it's like mm-hmm. it's that it's a it's a segment of porn that takes it from mm-hmm. just the regular triple X segment into its own like abusive segment. You know, it's, it it's does because it. When you don't have a mutual satisfaction, even in the product, you know, if you could put it that way, then it, people actually get off on that. Oh, yeah, you know, he's, you know, just tearing it up, abusing or whatever. And people do get off on seeing that type of energy play. And that's what makes mm-hmm. it crazy about it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, we Yeah, and they don't keep watching, ball. just like violence. They're going to keep watching mm-hmm. and keep watching. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. It becomes violent when both partners are not into it like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, oh, I yeah. just don't understand it. What you think, Jay, as a man yourself? I mean, what you think? Um, I, I don't, I, you know what, uh, based on what you're saying, yeah, you know, I, I agree with everybody else. Um, yeah, I, I didn't see the particular, I mean, you know, like, uh, you just go to porn sites and you just want to see that, but as exactly. far as social media, where it's, you know, where it's the general public, you know, I, I don't think you should share all that, you know, and, you know, just go to your porn sites or go to that specific mm-hmm. stuff. Because Facebook, Twitter, all this stuff that has kids on it, people under 18, mm-hmm. and, uh, they mm-hmm. like and stuff too. Yeah. And, you know, the babies don't need to be seeing that. So, uh, so yeah, yeah, you definitely shouldn't uh, be putting it out there like that. And uh, just, just put it on your, go upload it on your Pornhub site, page, or whatever you do, yeah. and, and just keep it for that, you know. Mm-hmm. And yep. my thing keep is, it in its form, keep it in the correct form, yeah. Well, I was going to say, yeah. keep it to yourself. I mean, you filmed it for in you, general. I'm assuming her. Right. So unless you're getting paid for it and, you know, you need to put it out there, you did it for a porn site and you're a movie. Exactly. You know, what's the point of putting it out there anyway? That's what I was saying. Because if it's a couple, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't care how open, like, some of these open relationships you say you are. Mm-hmm. Some things are sacred. Some things don't exactly. need to be seen. I'm sorry. Now, again, if y'all people that both of y'all, like, you got married people that work in the porn industry. Like you say, Adrian, that's different. Yeah. Y'all yeah. making money because y'all making money that's going to come into y'all household. That's you. Do, that's, that's business. When it's a personal right. matter or intimacy that's supposed to only be shared between you and your partner, that got no business being relayed to the public. First and foremost, for the lady that was looking, I mean, he kept pushing her face into the camera. Who in the hell you think oh, she wow. don't know out there that ain't seen that video? Right. Because, again, I right. caught it at 9-something in the morning. I, I ain't know how many of y'all were up and on your page. I, I still don't know. Yeah. I got 3,000 folks. I have no idea who's seen it So everybody can get around to getting to me in the inbox and go like, Barbara. The, you know, the first thing my, my name is saying all stretched out. Barbara. Like, like the hell I know. Barbara's at work. Barbara don't know what's going on with that. Unless I post mm-hmm. something. So, but if I catch it or a pastor call me, one of my pastors, or even right. one of my artists that's on the page with me, like y'all, like, like, um, what you've been up there in the kill, if any one of y'all call me, I will get it off right then. Right. Because right. I know I got people up there that careers matter. You know what I mean? I, I don't try right. to have that kind of crap up there. Because I know y'all careers are important and you got your other clientele looking at your stuff. So I try not to let that and kind of crap up there. But I looked at the video because it pissed me off, first and foremost, that the guy did it. Mm-hmm. Secondly, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. for what I saw, this generation, that's why I say they make me sick. Because they don't care about coos. They don't have coos. They don't have mm-hmm. compassion. <laughs> and, they, and they don't have a sense of what real romance is that we know about. Mm-hmm. Not to get the draws, mm-hmm. get the skins, or beat it up, all the bullshit. And excuse me, because some Negroes can't beat up a goddamn thing, not even their own self. But in any of it, <laughs> you know, all the crap they lie and say that they can do is nothing to what mm-hmm. we were used to. You know, actual romance, intimacy. Mm-hmm. These are the real things that keep a relationship going. You know what I mean? And this guy had none of that. None of that. I mean, he just, just says something. Huh? No, I'm sorry. I Somebody was kind of in the background. I was trying to you, hear. Yeah, you you brought up a word, cooth. I was like, oh, that's straight old school. We, I don't even know. Does this generation even know that word? 
No, no. Not unless I'm saying it when I'm talking. Then I got to spell it. Yeah. And then I got to spell it. Now, wait a minute, girl. I got to spell it. No, yeah. they don't even know how to spell it. Skip the definition. Yeah. They can't no, spell it. I have to spell it. Well, I mean, this is, has, where do we draw a line? I'm just saying. That goes hand in hand with domestic abuse, like you were saying with your friends, and we were talking about that Friday on my show. All of that stuff goes hand in hand with what is going on with us women as far as how we portray and respect ourselves. We we from a lot of things we need to be doing. A lot of things. Before you answer that, uh, uh, before you add on to that, uh, Andreon, thank you for your call. Um, uh, thank you for listening in. And uh, we're going to go ahead. Is there anything else you want to say right quick before we uh, go to the next caller? Or, or go no, the next thank part? you. I, I'm enjoying it, so, yep. Thank yeah. you, baby. All right, I'm going to mm-hmm. take you out with a, with a clap. <laughs> All right, thank you. All, all right. Uh, and actually, Nakia, before you add on to that, I just want to let everybody know that Nakia Singles out today on iTunes. Dawn, go get that, 99 cents on iTunes. So uh, so, so definitely get that. And, um, and, 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 and yeah. So, uh, so yeah, yeah, carry on. So what are we hello, saying, Barbara? Huh? No, I was saying the same thing, go hand-in-hand with the um, domestic violence, like what you were saying about your um, friend. We were talking about that on my show when I was interviewing Candace Norwood, and we were saying, what is going on with black women that, you know, you have lost that respect? You have lost that, that I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't know how else to put it for yourselves, I mean, to let these things happen. And what's wrong with the rest of us who are strong and can be able to stand on our own two feet? I mean, granted, I know it's somebody that you say going to keep going back. But, I mean, I feel like for most of us who are Christian, it's our duty to say something. It's up to them what they do with the information. Because I know me personally, mm-hmm. if I see some shit going on and I see a man putting his hand on a woman and it, I'm in a store wherever, I'm getting my 9 iron from the vein. Or if I got some hairspray or perfume on me, I'm spraying your ass to death. And then I just call the security over. I mean, that's just me. That's just country. That's who I am. I mean, I I don't care how big the dude is. And, I mean, if the woman go, what you doing there for? And I I don't even respond. I just look at them and ask the policeman to come over and let them deal with it. At least everybody else watching know I didn't let it go down. I mean, I can't stand by and let that happen. I had clients that I cleaned their homes and stuff like that was going on. I quit. If they didn't get seek help, I didn't go back. And I don't give a damn how much money it was, two to $400, I walked away from. Because I don't condone that kind of behavior. And I'm not and I'm not going to put a profit on somebody else's inexperience or ignorance or naivety. I'm not, I'm not going to put a dollar Baby. sign on it. Because I got to answer to God in the end. So I'm not even going to go there. I'm not. I mean, anybody else could go ahead on and keep doing it and make their money. But me personally, that's me. I'm not going to put my name on nothing going down like that. You either go, like I tell the both of them, seek help or I'm gone. And when I come back and I see another shine on her face or the house tore up because of it, I'm out. I take everything in there that's mine and I'm done. Because I will not not agree with that. 
And I'm just, I'm not understanding why everybody else is letting it go on. It's a sickness. It's a sickness on both sides. And we were saying that Friday too. It's a, it's an undocumented clinical illness on both sides. I don't know who watched somebody get beat, whether it was the child, the female child or the male child. Sometimes neither have watched it and they end up getting feelings for these people and get caught up and can't get out. They, you know, they fall in love with them and can't get out of it and end up getting caught in a predicament that they can't get away from. I mean, sometimes that's the scenario, too. You you get caught up with this mm-hmm. person and you don't know how to get out. You become your own slave because you don't know how to get away from it. You know, so, I mean, I don't, I don't understand where we as a society of black women got a breakdown somewhere, but we need to fix that while they worrying about all the other crazy ignorant mess. There are some real blown issues that we need to address, especially with other young ladies out there growing up in this same scenario. Because, I mean, I, you, I know you were busy and near the show, but like I told Candace, I've heard a young lady say in the store, my man don't love me if he don't hit me. So uh-huh. the shine that he put on your eyes like a tattoo that you're proud of. When I hear stuff like that, I want to break down and cry and beat the hell out of the child saying it. But I understand the ignorance. And, I mean, at some point, it's, it's got to come to an end. Absolutely. And, I mean, I don't, I don't know how many other people have dealt with it. I mean, I know a few of the Blacktopian females have said they've been in scenarios and gotten out successfully, but how many have not? Or how right. many have but came away with such brutal scars they don't know how to go on and live? They, they've lost exactly. sight of what a real life is. I mean, what you think mm-hmm. about that, Adrian, being that you, you know, you are already a clinical doctor. What's what's going on with that? Yeah, it's something that both sides need treatment. And a lot of people think, you know, just, you know, they always want to say just the abuser. Like, oh, if they go to anger management, oh, if they do this, everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to work out. But actually, they both need to go, especially if they are going to stay together. Because sometimes if the woman is able to leave, she'll see that later on down the road that he is doing much better and, you know, not not he but the abuser because it can be a she as well because I've, I've had some instances of that as well. But um, that the abuser is doing much better and they could have gotten help and then they want to get back with them and then they fall into the same pattern. But the thing is they both need to get help, especially if they're going to stay together because if just the abuser gets help, they can learn how to stop abusing, but the one being abused has to know how to stop being abused and expecting it because they can want it and facilitate it. And like you said, I've heard that more more times than I can count as if if they don't hit me, they don't love me because that's Mm -hmm. how they've grown up. That's what they've seen and that's what they know. So they have to get themselves out of that pattern as well because I've, I've heard people be in relationships and the abuser is like, I've never hit anybody before this relationship. And it's mm-hmm. like the person is used to being abused to where they push the person, you know, to hit them or make, you know, say, say, hit me, hit me, hit me. And then there's ones who you figure would never be in an abusive relationship. And you're like, how is she dealing with this? Because she's not that type of person. But there's no type of person that's in an abusive, you know, there's no type. Just because you see them out and about doing well and, Independent and all those other stuff doesn't mean that their significant other's not whooping their tail when they get when they get home. So there's no mm-hmm. type and there's no anything. And I think the stronger 
individuals that are being abused have a harder time of getting out because they have to put on this persona and, you know, pretend to be something that they're not on a daily basis. And Mm -hmm. to get out, they have to admit that they've been weak in a sense, even though that's not what it is. So, yeah, there's so many dynamics. I know we've talked about it um, in the Blacktopia group about doing a show specifically for domestic violence and stuff because there's so many avenues and aspects. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so much to to talk about. And, again, it's both sides. That's why, you know, we have to Mm -hmm. say abuser and victim, not just man and woman or male and female because it's not. Right. And the way relationships are now, you know, it could be two males, it could be two females, it could be Mm -hmm. the woman doing the abusing. Like I had a girlfriend who was doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the outcome is still the same. The, the victim normally becomes the the abusers themselves in another relationship and don't even yeah, realize they they're doing it. Don't even realize right. it. You know, it may not be mm-hmm. physical abuse, but it may be verbal abuse to the person trying to love them. It's as if they, they uh, re- reenact what they've already dealt with from years yep. of the person that they stayed with. For for whatever reason they stayed with them, for all that they've gone through, they've ended up reflecting that onto the partner who's not that way. And, you know, and, I mean, and eventually people get tired of it and walk away. Eventually, right. because yeah, I mean, because you know that that's away. not you, right? You know that's not how you are, and you don't feel like mm-hmm. you should receive the treatment you got through, you know, whatever problem you stayed with, and and that's another cornucopia that everybody gets caught up in as well. I mean, it, it's not mm-hmm. just to catch twenty two, like you said, of victim and the, and the the abuser, but it's also that fisherman's net that catches all the other effects. Of that, because I mean mm-hmm. it's a lot more to it than you know what we see. Then the most critical part for those with children that's watching, right? This, what role would this play on those kids when they get when they become adults? Will they become completely detached from emotion, mm-hmm. or will they be right. overprotective, or will they become abusive, or will they become passive? I mean, all of that affects the children when they become adults. The very the right. very fruit or the product of 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 the the evil, but that ain't the yeah. issue of the two that's perpetrating it or or going through it. When it's the babies watching it, even even as little as two or three years old, we realize they can retain a lot of information. They just can't give you the feedback till they get old enough and act it out. Because right. they can't tell you about it back then at two and three. But I can damn sure show you when I hit nine, ten, eleven, twelve. And then you wonder why I need right. medicine and why I'm going crazy. I watch Daddy with your tail from sun up to sun down. And I'm I'm two, three with my pacifier in my mouth and my rag in my hand, my, 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 my whoopee. But I'm still watching him beat your tail. Now I'm acting it out in my own way. And you don't understand right. what's wrong with me. Well, that's what was wrong with me. I'm watching y'all. You yeah, know, and, and I can't get people understand that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because you have teens and teenagers in these domestic violence relationships, mm-hmm. and they don't know, and some of them are thinking like, oh, okay, well, this is how he this is how he shows love. This is what love is because they may, mm-hmm. you know, both homes may be in the same predicament, and so you get with somebody and they're doing the same thing and they think it's okay because that's what they and know. And it's funny you say that because I had a client daughter um, she's seventeen. Her boyfriend's nineteen. He failed twice. Um, 
the same thing was going on with them. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't beating her where you could see bruises, but he right, was hitting right. her with like a um one of those track sticks that doesn't leave marks. But I mean, you could mm-hmm. you could see she was sore from being hit with it. And um, mm. she finally came to me and said something because I had been cleaning for her mom for about 12 years. So I had her when mm-hmm. she was a little girl. And she finally broke down and came to me and said, Miss B, I'm going to tell you something. I want you to kill nobody. And I said, what's going on? Because for the first time, she said, not kill nobody. You already know me. And she was like, well, my boyfriend, he's doing something that, you know, I don't understand why he does it. But I thought, you know, he'll take us somewhere and buy something. And they're not very rich. They're like right. a middle class poor, I call it. But still, they can afford to get the house clean. But, I mean, I don't know about anything else for her. And, you know, mm-hmm. she was telling me that he does, that he would hit her with that stick a couple of times, mm-hmm. laugh about it, and then the yeah. hits would get more violent and would go on for, right. for repeatedly for, like, maybe 10, 15 minutes. Then he would want sex. Then he would take her somewhere and buy her something, clean her up, and feed her. And I, and I told right. her, and I said, ex-person, because I don't see my baby name, but I said, that's not love. And that's not a relationship. That's abuse he's acting out that he's seen. Well, I finally told her parents because I had to. I couldn't take it no more. It broke me down um, to watch my baby go through that and then change her diapers. So I um, I told her parents, and when I broke it down to them, they both started crying and told her she needed to get help. I said, well, what about the young man? So I spoke to his mom and dad with them. They were scared to talk alone. And long story short, they said there was no need for the help. I'm looking at the wife. Uh-huh. Say like this, Adrian, this woman has scars uh-huh. from her forehead down her her damn feet. You hear me? She mm-hmm. had flip flops on. I could see with a man that bit her toes. I mean, literally bit oh, her wow. feet. So she had oh, bruises wow. from the top of her head down to her feet. And I told, I told my my child's mom, I said, there's no need talking to her because she's sitting here right. a walking beat stick. I mean, I said, I told mm-hmm. the man, I said, you know, you should be shaming yourself because if you needed help, you should have went and got it. He said, well, his dad never got help, and he's fine. I said, how do you find uh, when your wife looks like a walking beat stick and your son is now doing the same thing? So nobody in this right. house is fine. It's and y'all exactly. need help, you know. And mm-hmm. I told him, I said, because if you're not going to get help, I'm going to get the child help. And if your son comes near her again and I catch it, I'm going to do something to him. So I'm going to let you know to go and call the police yeah. now for me. Because I'm going to beat him the way he hit her. Now, let, now let me ask yeah. you this. Let me ask this right quick. Uh, now, the kids, this type of uh, subject, I know you write about a lot of things uh, in, in your music. Have you have you touched on subjects uh, close to this uh, as far as... Uh, mm-hmm. Um, I, I actually, I, I actually have, and you will hear a couple of songs about this in the new album. Um, also, it's so funny that we're talking about domestic violence right now. So April eighth, I'll be down in uh, Marietta, Georgia. Um, I just came aboard of um, a woman's empowerment uh, tour, and uh, mm. the tour was founded by Lowell Beasley and Tina Michelle, the UN ambassador, and the tour is about. Mm. Um, you know, domest- bringing awareness to domestic violence. So um, I will, again, I'll be in Marietta, Georgia on April 8th. Um, we'll be filming <laughs> rounds of, um, you know, it's like a We Are the World type video that um, we'll be filming, but it'll be, it'll be geared towards domestic violence. Um, and if anybody wants to get more information on that, because, in this tour, there'll be, of course, artists. Um, there'll be, you know, speakers and, you know, people with different information on, uh, you know, violence, you know, abuse against women and just people in general. So if you guys, if anyone wants information on that, 
you can go to www.womenempowerment.international, and you can get the tour dates. Um, and, again, it kicks off on April 8th, so I'll be down in Marietta, Georgia, April 8th. So um, you guys go on that link and get the information of where it will be. You can come down and see me, and I'll be there. So. All right, and be oh, sure yeah. to post that on your page, and um, especially for tomorrow, Warm Wednesday in the group, make sure you post that because that will be a good um, post for Warm Wednesday. I'm sure I will do, yeah. I'll do that. Okay. Oh yes, oh yes. Um, now, uh, now, now, you know, getting getting more onto a lighter subject. I know this is an important thing to discuss, um, but you know, we'll, we'll definitely you know revisit this. Um, mm-hmm. Now, as far as your upcoming project, um, you know, we've already heard "Gone" and uh, "Do You Want to Ride." Uh, what else can what else can listeners expect on the uh, on the new album? As far as um, is it nothing from like you know I, I, she is me? I know it dropped. Uh, no, nothing from she is me is going to make it to the album, is it? I mean, I know it was an EP that you put out as a you know for for the time being, but um, are, are, is everything on she is me strictly going to be on she is me and not going to be on the upcoming album? Or, or um, no, not, yeah, she she is me was the EP. It'll it, the EP is the EP. The album is all new material, um, and of course, again, I have you know some features with D, um, Roxy Hart. Me and her are working on something now. She'll be, um, she'll, uh, you know, she's doing a song together, so she'll be on the album. Um, the uh, single that Roxy Hart and I are doing together um, will drop in about three, four weeks. So. You'll be able to, you know, to hear that song. Um, so we're working on something real nice. And then, um, you know, I have um, some tours coming up and stuff. So if you just keep checking on my website, com, you will see the tour dates. Um, April 2nd, I will be at the Five Spot in Brooklyn, in Brooklyn, New York. That's a uh, like a soul food uh, jazz lounge. So you can come down and check me out there. And get some of their uh, cheesy grits. Um, so there's that. I mean, I, there, there's there's so many things, um, you know, in the making and coming up right now that I'm just I, I have more coming at me than I can handle. But you know, I have a strong team, so we're ready to take on everything. Oh yes, oh yes. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to all the all the things you have coming up. Um, you know, just damn, just just keep hitting us with it. Um, here's another question. Yeah, I should have wrote down what I was going to say too. I had a follow up question, um, to go along with that. Uh, but, but oh yeah, yeah. I, I, here's what I was going to say. Uh, tomorrow, March first, you uh you're going to be on um, Rhyme Scheme show, uh, on the Rise Radio, with Rhyme Scheme and DJ Overload. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And um, you got any, you got any more uh? Radio interviews or appearances coming up after that? Um, I do have a couple. Um, again, you can check the website. I can't remember them all offhand. I don't want to say the wrong dates. Um, you can go on my website again, www.soundsandakia.com, and you can. There's links there to all of all of my projects, the singles. You can get them there. Um, to all my social media pages, how to book me. Um, you can click on, you know, how to book me there and everything. 
Um, and again, April 2nd, I will be in at the five spot in Brooklyn, New York. And then April 8th, I will be down in Marietta, Georgia, doing the Women's Empowerment Tour, um, which everyone, if, if you're in that area, you can make it down. You should definitely um, come down and check me out because it's for such a good cause. Uh, you know, domestic domestic violence is something that I know people don't really like to talk about it too much because it's something bad, and there's a lot of people who are afraid to speak up. So I think that, um, you know, the concert, the tours is for a very good cause. So people should, you know, support in any way that they can. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Definitely, definitely. Um, you know, and I also want to say this to uh, – uh, you know, a lot of uh, uh, belief from Blacktopia, I believe, reached out to you as far as collaborating. Um, I think uh, Key Gotti, didn't he let you hear some tracks? And uh, and didn't Young Abundance, I think, reach out to you? If you uh, is, is there anything happening with any anybody in Blacktopia, or is it pretty much just kind of, you know, it was kind of talks and maybe things didn't work out? Like, is, is, could we expect any, anything with anybody from Blacktopia or, or, or not? Um, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, shutting the idea down. Um, you know, it, it's all, I guess like timing is everything. Um, and again, like I said, like, you know, I'm so busy. I have so many things coming up and shows and stuff. And of course, um, I never turn work down and I love to collaborate with new artists and stuff like that. So, you know, you, they just have to reach out to me and, you know, I'll make time in my schedule. I'll fit it in. Oh yes, oh yes, definitely. Because I, I definitely like to hear you with, uh, you know, I, I like it when Blacktopians get up and, and get some stuff done together. You know, you know, even even outside of, of music, just you know, just on the business end, when I see people connecting like that, it's great. A lot of people have, uh, a lot of strangers in Blacktopia have connected with each other. You know, through me introducing them, and, and a lot of great things have happened. You know, so. Uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, in the future we can definitely see that. Yeah. Um, all right, that's a, a long pause. Let's <laughs> see, we only got a few minutes left. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I, oh, somebody else just called in. We don't usually take calls in the fog hour, but we'll go ahead and take this one. Uh, caller in the 442-284, you're on the air. Who is this? Hey, this is Roxy. How you doing? Roxy, hey, Roxy. Roxy. what's up? <laughs> hey, how you doing? Hey, Nikia. Yeah, what's Roxy, going on? Uh, so, yeah. yeah, I'm here. Oh yeah, you you. I, what, what do you want? What do you want to say? You got anything you want to say? Yeah, Nikia, I wanted to know when was uh when was your album dropping? May eighth. May 8th. Okay, definitely. Are you planning on coming to California? Of course. Um, I'll be in California sometime in the later part of April when we get ready to shoot the video for the new collab that we're doing together. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay, yeah, because um, I got a lot of people uh, waiting for that one. We're going to come out and support you. But I was talking about even any, even with your music, just let me know because uh, we want to support in any way that we Absolutely. can. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Thank you, Roxy. 
No, just thank you. It's been a wonderful show, and as always, I always put my stuff out there. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, AC Butterfly Flow, Facebook, Adrian Charleston, and yeah, Butterfly Flows all around. Fabs, <laughs> anything you want to say right quick? Just keep it going on, Nikita. Keep the hot music coming, and let's try to teach these young women a little bit better. Thank you. And happy birthday to me. Yes. Yes. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Okay, I'm sorry. You're the singer. I'm sorry. But you were doing good. I wasn't mad, girl. Okay. I wasn't doing good. All right. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for calling. Birdman, is there anything you want to say to us before we uh before we go? Y'all, y'all finished or y'all done? I ain't got no more talking. We ain't got no more talking. Good night. Good night, Good night. y'all. Good night. Good night.